Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. On this podcast, I'm inviting you into my personal library to experience my favorite erotica. All of the volumes that I will read from are on my shelves. Each week, I will treat you to a piece of erotica, either my own or from one of my favorite authors. Some weeks, I will be joined by these amazing authors themselves, and you will have the chance to hear them read their own work. This podcast is being supported by my Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash Lori Beth Bisbee. For people who subscribe, you will have access to special interviews with authors and readings and also to special events. So grab your drink of choice, get comfortable, and enjoy a peek into my erotic world. Hey everyone, welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. This week I am going to treat you to a reading of a couple of pieces of mine. Um, There will be a little bit of music in between to break it up. Um, The first piece is actually from 2019. What a spectacular view of the river, I think, as I enter the room. The view is unexpected given the price. The upgrade, I think. Red hair magic strikes again, I giggle. Too many long days and nights in London over two weeks before the holidays means a need to spend at least a couple of nights in a hotel. Too many commutes always equal exhaustion. And when I am exhausted, my service suffers and master becomes cross. The king-size bed is covered in crisp white sheets with four good-sized pillows. The wall-mounted, flat-screen TV is large and at the perfect height. In the corner are a floor lamp and a comfortable leather club chair. The lights of the city, reflecting off the river, shining in the window. The chair is shrouded in shadow. I startle when I see him sitting there in his immaculate suit, quietly, comfortably in the moodlit room. Good evening, Jewel, he says, soft, smooth voice penetrating my shock. Good evening, sir, I murmur as I quickly unpack and stow my belongings in the wardrobe and drawers. There is a robe laid out on the bed and slippers next to it. Shower and change and then return here, he says. Yes, sir, I reply as I strip off my dress, tights, bra, panties, and head for the shower. I spend a few extra minutes under the hot spray working to calm my nerves. Negotiations are always complicated for me, as in sun way they always include my owners. This is not a complaint, it's a simple statement of fact. I don't have the agency to negotiate on my own. This negotiation didn't include me at all. I had simply been told where I was staying, what time to check in, and what to pack. I exit the shower, towel dry quickly, and put on the robe and slippers. I walk to the chair and kneel at P's feet. He places his hand on my face and thumb under my chin and lifts my face until I make eye contact. Look at me. You will strip, get on the bed, and display yourself for me. Then you will make yourself come as I watch. I may give you instructions, or I may not. If I ask a question, answer fully and quickly. Yes, sir, I reply as my stomach turns flips. I find my displaying myself so difficult even after all these years and all my experience. There's something about that level of objectification that makes my blood boil with desire, and yet it paralyzes me with embarrassment. 
I have never been able to work out if it's because I feel humiliated or because I feel like a sex toy or both. I strip and climb onto the bed, first on hands and knees so he can see my ass, and then lying on my back and spreading my legs wide for him to see my moistening pussy. I start by stroking myself from breast to booty, quick strokes all over until my skin is pink. I pull on my nipples until they're brick red and taut, my pussy lips darken to the same hue. As I begin to stroke my pussy lips, I glance up and see that P has unzipped his trousers. His cock is in his hand, and he is slowly stroking himself. I moan as I watch him, rubbing my clitoris and pressing a finger into my juicy core. I bring my soaked finger to my lips and suck off my savory, sweet, sticky juices. You can use the vibrator if you wish, he says. I reach for my favorite vibe and turn up the speed to high. I begin to press it on my clitoris. My hips rise to meet the vibrations, and I moan louder. I'm not going to be able to wait. I'm going to come quickly. P strips and sits back down in the leather chair. He's pulling on his cock harder, faster, as my pleasure rises. You may come when you wish, he says, voice choked with desire. I come a minute later. As the waves of my orgasm roll over my body, I feel him standing next to me. His hot cum hits my chest as my first orgasm dies down. A second spurt of semen lands on my lips, and my tongue darts out to taste the thickly sweet treat. He wipes his cock on my cheek and goes to the bathroom. I can hear the shower running. My second orgasm overtakes me as his cum dries on my body, as I think I am his cum slut. I have no other purpose than to provide him with the pleasure he desires. He returns from the shower with a damp towel and cleans the dried cum off my body. He wraps me in the robe and points to his feet. You will sleep at my feet. If you do not settle on the bed, you will be sleeping on the floor at the foot of the bed. I work hard to quickly settle my body so I will not be on the floor. I've never been the best sleeper, and over the last 18 years, my sleep has become more erratic. Getting comfortable is often a challenge. A few times a week, I wake in the middle of the night to strip off any clothing as a hot flash takes me, though I am through the menopause already. If my pain levels are high... I wake when I become stiff and need to turn over. I lie at the foot of the bed, trying ever so hard not to toss and turn, but it's no use. When things are this bad, I often masturbate to tire myself out. I know that I cannot get away with this while sleeping at his feet. After an hour or so, I feel his hand in my hair. He tugs my head up, so I am looking at him. Girl, what's the problem? he growls. I cannot get comfortable, sir, I reply. Come up here, he says, and I move so I'm lying facing him. He grips my face, his thumb under my jaw. He moves to squeeze my throat, slowly, taking my breath, watching me carefully as he does. I struggle to control the panic as I cannot breathe. Just as I am about to truly panic, he lets go of my throat. My moan mixes with a deep, hoarse growl. He's amused. Growling? Perhaps not the best idea. He chuckles. He pulls me towards him, bites my lower lip until I'm humming with pain and pleasure. His dick is hard and pressing against me. I want him to fuck me so badly, and he knows it. No, I will not tonight, he says as he pinches my arm tightly. He's stroking his dick again. Turn on your back, he instructs. He presses hard cock into my cheek, but doesn't allow me to suck him or even to taste him. 
he wraps my hair around his dick and begins to pull and stroke his cock with my hair. He moves above my face and presses his balls into my mouth. You can suck on these, lick these, do it now, he says, voice jagged with his rising desire. I love the smell of him and inhale deeply. He tastes of his sweat, salty and a bit acrid, and I shudder with pleasure as I bury my nose and tongue his balls. He moans, and I suck them into my mouth. His stroking picks up speed. I know he's close to orgasm. So am I. Rub your clitoris, he says, and I am so grateful. In seconds, I'm on the edge of orgasm. He stops my hand suddenly and moves off my face. He's flushed holding himself at that edge of orgasm as he straddles my chest, pinning me to the bed. He pulls twice on his swollen cock and shoots hot sticky jizz all over my neck, face, and hair. I bet you would love to be at the center of a circle jerk, he says, with a bunch of men covering you and come. I wail as I reach another peak, the orgasm so intense that I collapse afterwards. Go shower, he says, and I pat off to the shower in my bare feet. I wash my hair to get his dried cum out of it. I towel my hair until it isn't too wet and pad back into the bedroom. Now go to sleep, he says, as he points to a pallet he has made up on the floor at the foot of the bed. I whisper, yes, sir, and curl up on the pallet under a thick down duvet and fall asleep within moments. I wake to the sound of the maid entering the room in the morning with a bunch of clean towels. I am naked on the pallet on the floor. I blush crimson with embarrassment as she notices me. Thank you, P says as he takes the towels. Oh, don't worry about her. She's fine, he goes on. The girl asks if she can look at me more closely. Yes, and you can touch her if you like, she says. She squats down beside me and runs a finger over my now hard nipples. She pinches them lightly and then harder and grins when I moan. Thank you, sir, she says as she leaves the room. Within a few minutes... The room service waiter arrives. P opens the door and lets him in the room, where he sets up breakfast. I haven't moved as I have not been told to dress. The young man blushes when he sees me, and his erection is quickly visible. You can touch her tits, and you can wank off over her if you like, he says. The young man immediately takes his hard dick out of his trousers and begins to stroke over my tits. It takes only a few seconds for him to shoot a copious load over my chest and neck. I moan as he... does and come hard as he wipes his dick off in my hair. Thanks, the young man says to P and hurries to leave the room, almost forgetting to have P sign the bill. P lets me lie there and this stranger's come as he eats breakfast. Eat, he says as he moves me between his legs and puts his half-hard cock in my mouth. I suck him until he comes in my throat, savoring the taste of him and the feeling of him in my belly. After cleaning me up, it's time for P to go and for me to head for work. On episode five of Licking Non-Vanilla with special guest, Miss Ava. Have you ever worn panties? Ralph? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Just a Ralph, our next topic is... I just love how it got real silent there, Chris. (laughs) I was just curious (laughs) if you knew what it felt like. Oh, I can't believe I made Ralph Greco speechless. This is a red letter day.
I can feel the blush halfway across the country. Where's your blood going? That's a clue. Licking non-vanilla. A sex-positive hour of talk about kink, sexual mores, and writing dirty words. With your hosts, Ralph Greco Jr. and M. Christian. The dam breaks. The intensity builds as you spank me first bent over the chair. Just spanking my ass until it is so hot and so red I am jumping from one leg to the other. The waves rise as you spank me standing up. The sides of my thighs, my breasts, my belly. The pain grows. Closer and closer to the place where I want to beg you to stop. You are watching me as you begin to drum on my tits, my sides, my belly, and my thighs. Moving from outside of my thighs to my inner thighs, I struggle to stay standing. The tsunami arrives, tears overflowing, soaking my face, running down onto my tits and my nipples. As you keep up the beat, I am sobbing as you catch me in your arms and pull me close, holding me until my sobs subside, until the ocean calms, until I am again aware of the natural ebb and flow between us, kissing the tears from my face, the tears, evidence of the broken dam, the lack of walls between us. Those tears, hard won from this woman who rarely cries before another, who rarely cries even before her master, those tears that taste so sweet, each one evidence of my submission, each tear evidence of my loss of control. Those tears are as sweet as the scratches on your back, the bruise on your chest from my bite, all evidence of my surrender. If you will not accept his fire, I will show you ice. His voice rumbles in my ears. I rang D when I woke in the night, and Master was not available. Carnivorous slut that I am, I woke hungry despite feeling physically ill. D had me on his lap, my body bent back into a bow as he bit and nibbled at my belly. Working his fingers into my drenched pussy, I hear myself begging, please, 
Please. He asks me if he hears a slave begging. I moan yes. The flush of red rising from my toes to the tips of my ears. Naked but for my collar, I try to hide my face. He finds this amusing, and his laughter rings in my ears. Say what you are, he growls. I am a slave, I moan. And what does this slave want, Dee asks. More fire, please, this slave replies. Then take it, he laughs, and I feel my body burning, the white-hot flames rising from my belly through to my chest. I cannot help but fight. I am resisting. Take it, he growls, and all I can do is thrash and moan. My body leaping to his hand betrays me. If you will not accept his fire, I will show you ice. Loki's voice rumbles in my ears, and I feel the chill begin in my extremities until my toes feel like icicles and my nipples threaten to crack and break off. I am shivering with the cold and trembling with arousal as Loki plays patterns on my body. The orgasm building by degrees as Loki makes trails of frost appear down my belly until steam rises when the frost meets my hot liquid core. I can hear the drumbeat intensify, the rhythm one that my body cannot escape. I can feel Loki's hands on my body and his hands on the drum. I am of live flesh, and then I feel myself the tanned hide stretched over the wooden frame of the drum, the heel of his hand striking me, my body resonating, vibrating, singing. I am becoming more and more taut and stretched as the rhythm builds to crescendo. Do I hear a surrender? Loki booms. No, I wail. He continues to drum, his fingers stroking the hide. I feel the sweat on my body meet the cold, cold air and shiver. I cannot sustain this tension much longer. I long to surrender and I fear that surrender. Surrender! Loki hisses. I wail as I break. Say it, Loki commands. I surrender. I cry, the strength of the orgasm bringing me to tears. Now accept the fruits of your surrender, Loki says, as warm syrup floods through my body, intensely sweet yet soothing, causing waves of release, hot liquid. I am sobbing. Give me your grief, Loki insists. You hate to touch that place, but you must. I am curled into a ball, sobbing, and feel myself on his lap. I will give you back to Dee. You like this better from him, Loki says, and I can feel Dee's arms around me. I feel Loki's lips on my forehead. That was a dirty trick, I remark, and the absurdity of the statement makes me laugh. What else but tricks should one expect from a trickster god? Loki replies that I needed to be reminded. He is not always nice. I laugh my sarcasm bit off in my mouth. Dee is stroking my body, pinching my nipples, biting at my neck. I can feel his cock hard beneath my ass. I want to roll over onto his cock, pressing him into my belly. He bends to suck at my right nipple, biting, gnawing. I'm writhing, and he's laughing as I respond. It is not long before I am moaning, Please, please, Dee, please. Please what, little slave, he laughs. Please, more fire, I moan. He laughs as he throws more fuel on this fire. 
Burn for me then, he commands. My body ignites white heat explosion, yellow, red, white fire. From my eyes I am burning. No gentle heat, no gradual warmth, no warm liquid. Hot, jagged flame, sheets of flame until I have turned to smoke and ash. And am only pure, white, light heat. I slide to the floor and bow my head to his feet. His hands on my shoulders lift me to face him. His kiss gathering the energy left. The smoke. I am disturbed. All reminders that I am slave unsettle me before I settle back into that core of self-acceptance. Reminders that I am slave at the hands of another, one who is not my master, unsettle me more. I am reminded that it is not my master who has made me slave. He has brought me to myself. He owns me, and whenever I serve another, I am serving him. I can hear Loki chuckle as he gathers my thoughts. Of course, little one, you have always been slave, but you waited for your master's collar. You needed to be reminded there's a time for fighting, and then the time comes to yield, to surrender, to be who you truly are. Go, find your master, and convey to him my compliments at his work upon you. I look forward to seeing more of his work on you, at seeing the results of more of his training, and more of his hests. The transition from fur to bear and from bear to fur is always an itchy one. I notice that any change of form comes with itching. Wonder which god thought that would be amusing. The itching, often in places I cannot reach or cannot be soothed by these paltry human nails. Stretching, I yawn. Taking in more oxygen has become essential. My ears twitch, nostrils flare. I begin an easy lope up behind the house, through the gate, and into the wood. It is crisp and cold, but my fur keeps me warm, the reddish tint blending in with the autumn foliage. I make for a clearing in the midst of the trees, a natural grove. I am not a fast runner in any form, but I am cunning, and using my wits, I can hide enough to give good chase. 
I pad through a stream, spreading my scent and circle round the trees. I stop and roll through some leaves, reveling in the smells, the sounds of the leaves cracking. I stand up, shaking the leaves, bark and moisture from me, and I howl, calling to my mate, Come and get me. The heat begins to melt the knots from my muscles, helping me to slowly extend my spine. It is just above body temperature at this stage, a gentle, smooth heat moving from my toes up my calves into my thighs. My legs spread wider and my back arches as the heat rises through my pussy, up my buttocks, and into my back. The heat climbs my spine, soften muscles as it goes, penetrating deep. The heat reaches my breasts, pulling on my nipples, and slowly rises to my throat encircling my throat and solidifying until I can feel the hot metal alive around my neck, pulsing with me. The heat becomes a, a sharp fire running over my limbs around my body, energizing me, causing me to writhe. I smell my own hot juices, deep musk as they begin to pool between my legs. I can feel hot breath causing my clit to rise and harden. The fire is now almost searing. A tongue of flame reaches out between my legs and licks over my clit, causing me to scream. My pussy rises to his touch, craving more of the fire. I feel him begin to lap up my juices. The sparks rape, race up my spine. The fire burns deeper and deeper. I will come if he lets me. His lips, tongue, and teeth brand my thigh, and I shriek. With pain, pleasure, desperate now, I hear myself begging to come, begging for just that bit more to bring me release, begging him to allow his girl to explode in flames. Once, someone told me I was playing with a hand grenade with the pin already removed, and I am that close to re exploding. I can feel his permission before he gives it, the change in the fire anticipatory, sharper, with edges that blister my flesh. I explode in a rain of molten fire, lava, my body no longer within my control, the pleasure so intense that I am in tears. As he sucks up all the hot juices, I am covered in a soft sheen of sweat." He slides up my body and penetrates me in one smooth motion, penetrates my hot, slick pussy, his cock sheathed to the hilt, kissing me as I try to suck and lap my juices from his face, sucking on his tongue, the taste of us like honey mead, sweet, tart, musky. We're burning together, our legs twining, untwining, his rhythm increasing, the flames higher and hotter. I can feel my pussy gripping his cock, holding him so tight in hot, thick oil. We explode together, his cum so deep inside me. Our juices mingle, our minds blend, our breaths mingle. Our spirits blend, our souls delight. And that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Um, do head over and join on Patreon as one of my patrons in order to get extra bits and pieces, some bonus swag, um, extra scenes, extra recordings, and uh, interviews with some of the authors who have been kind enough to share their work with me um, as this uh, series goes on. Um, these are the things that are only available to those who are patrons on my Patreon. My Patreon is um, used to support this podcast, to pay for the production costs, and also to help pay for the production costs for my other podcast, my internet radio show on voiceamerica.com, which is the A to Z of Sex, which is on every Thursday at 11 a.m. PST, 2 p.m. EST, and 7 p.m. PST. 
Um, that is a great show. We take a different topic every week and um, talk all around the topic. Also give you some tips and tricks. It's a lot of fun. You should check that out. And if you're interested in listening to it, you can find it on bit.ly forward slash A to Z of sex radio. Uh, if you've got suggestions for this show, uh, any authors you want to hear, or if there's a particular story you'd like to hear, please do write in Beth at drlauribethbisbee.press, and I will be happy to try and um, grant your requests. Also, don't forget to grab a copy of my erotic memoir, Dancing the Edge to Surrender, an erotic memoir of trauma and survival. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on Barnes and Nobles. And you can also grab it at drlauribethbisbee.press. You can grab an autographed copy there. And there are also links to all the different places where you can find the paperback, hardback, as well as the ebook. And the audiobook for that will be coming out soon as well. I'll let you all know when that happens. Look forward to seeing you next week. Have a good one. Thanks for joining me on this erotic adventure. Join me again next week for more exciting erotica. Visit my websites, drlauribethbisbee.com and drlauribethbisbee.press for more information about what I'm doing and what services are available. Check out my weekly internet radio show, The A to Z of Sex, on the Health and Wellness Channel, voiceamerica.com, Thursdays at 11 a.m. PST, 2 p.m. EST, 7 p.m. BST, and that's a live show. If you've got suggestions for this show or authors you'd like to hear, email me at lauribeth at drlauribethbisbee.press. Have a great week. <laughs>